I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. All right, welcome back to another edition of Renovation Made Right. I am your host, David Bryan. And I am the better host, Brenda Bryan. <laughs> you are my lovely co-host. <laughs> She's going to say better. I'm going to go with lovely co-host. Um, and, uh, and so We like to have fun here. Uh, we are fortunate enough to uh, to partner up often with the Granite Group, who is a supplier we've been working with for a long time. And Mitzi Nedjik from the Granite Group is our uh, rep, and she is with us as a uh, as a plumbing supply or plumbing fixture expert to help us answer questions and give uh, give you our listeners more information. So, Mitzi, welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure right. to be here. Thank you for coming back again. We really appreciate it, and it's always nice to learn from somebody. I like every guest that we have in. I just feel like I've come away with a whole new host of information. I agree. It's awesome. I agree. So, what we wanted to kind of touch on today was talking with last time we talked about toilets. I want to switch rooms and get into kitchens and talk about the kinds of products that are out because there's some really cool faucets right now and. Um, and I know, Mitzi, uh, there's lots of stuff I'm sure that's new. But tell me tell me what's hot. What's What are people looking for? Black fixtures. Black. All right. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of demand for the black. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not necessarily anything new. It's all the pull-down yeah. or pull-out. Well, let's talk about that. Like, what does that mean? Out. So pull-down is where everything's, the sprayer function is in the faucet, mm-hmm. and the head just pulls straight down. As and opposed to can, having, like, a side spray. Right, exactly. That's the way it used to be with right. the, the construction, always at side spray. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we've got the technology where it's it's coming straight down, the, the sprayer's coming straight down, and then it's either got a magnetic dock that pulls it right back up, or it's mm-hmm. got weights on the bottom underneath the, mm-hmm. the sink. So it that pulls it down. helps to yeah. pull it back up. Moen's got... Um, Moen's got a pull-down faucet that I really uh, like a lot because it's got it's it's like a it automatically just pulls right up. Mm-hmm. You don't ever have to adjust any type of weight or make sure that it. Ma- hit, how does it do that? Is there it. like a pulley system? Like how does that? I, I I'm trying to remember. <laughs> now you put me on this. Oh, spot. I'm sorry. But you know what? It's actually a really good thing to talk about because as a consumer is looking at faucets in, in, for the kitchen, that little feature, if you, especially if you're a little anal about stuff, is really important because when they don't go back to the way they should, they sit askew. Like right. if, right. like if they, they're kind of hanging off. With it. Yeah, they're right. hanging off at an angle or they don't spray straight down or whatever. And so, you know, they always, th- th- you know, thinking about the functionality and thinking about, okay, will this consistently go back or will I have to think about it? Will I have to actually make it work? That's a big deal. Right. No, it, it, it's the old ones before they got that magnetic dock, the, the heads would just dangle mm-hmm. and they look I almost think they look dead, right? right. <laughs> People would right. come in and complain about that. Right. Um, so the manufacturers really got much better at least putting a magnetic right. so that so if we it get it close it to pops. it, it would just pull it up. Yeah. Uh, Moen's got 
and I'm trying to remember the technology, the name of Reflex. It's called Reflex. Mm-hmm. And it just, I don't know, I have a Moen faucet at home, mm-hmm. um, and it just pulls right up, and I've never had to deal with that dangling nice. head, head problem. Um, so when we're talking about finishes, we talked about the black. Um, there are a couple manufacturers. Moen's got a spot resist finish mm-hmm. on their brush nickel. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people seem to gravitate towards that as well because they don't have to clean it as much right. as you would some of the other finishes and other manufacturers. But I think they're one of the only ones that has that So is finish. it more like a matte finish? Because I know the... Or is it... Is it, like it's a, it looks like a brushed... Yeah, brushed nickel finish. Right. So it's um, not it's not it's not like a shiny like a chrome or, or something like that. It's got no, a brushed finish to no, it. No, yeah, but it just doesn't show the spots. Right. And I think they've also got that on some of their bathroom mm-hmm. faucets too. It's kind of a manufacturer um, patent that mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. that they own. Yep. yep. Um, I'm trying to think. So I know Kohler's come out with a bunch of different finishes. Yeah, I saw recently they have like it's like an ombre finish, right? It's yeah. this, this kind of like gold to to pink. It changes. No, I mean I it's it's or or no, it doesn't change. It just it's it's gradate. It's it's it's, it's yeah. got a gradient, so it like starts you know at the at the base at mm-hmm. the countertop and like is one color and then it slowly goes into gradient it's like it. a it's kind of cool pinkish color. Yeah, I just. Part of me is like mm, pink. I don't know. You know, it's hard to get my. It's hard to get behind that. But on the other hand, it's a really cool looking faucet. It's, it's and they have it in a bathroom faucet too. But yeah. it's I have yet to see where it's used properly design wise. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I think it's it's neat looking and everybody gravitates to it, but they don't. But then, like, how do you how do you build it in? Right. right. Like you've got to. You know, most of us are going to granite mm-hmm. for countertops right. or quartz. Right. So you've got to find the right color right countertop that's going to work with that sure, sure or the tile you know something that kind of pulls it Picks all it up. in i know and yeah. see and nobody wants pink these days right like pink right. is out mm-hmm. and and so I, I was like that's really cool i don't know how to use that right? Let, so. let's talk just a little bit beyond style but more toward um what you actually get for your dollar because you know there are obviously like low-end manufacturers have also then spent time and energy to try to design products that look similar to higher end uh, manufacturers, but they don't function the same, right? Mm-hmm. You can you can spend, you know, seventy five bucks on a pull down faucet that will have a, sh- a limited lifespan to it, versus spending more money on a faucet from a manufacturer who puts more money into the guts of the faucet. Um, what do you what, you know? Consumers are looking at faucets and thinking about okay, you don't want to be replacing your faucet every couple of years. You you right. buy you buy one. And you expect it to perform, mm-hmm. but what are the things that people should be thinking about um, that that make up a faucet that they can be happy with for the long term? That's that's a great question because it, you know when we start to do renovation projects, where do we go? Mm-hmm. We go to what's most accessible, and that's the big box stores. Sure, mm-hmm. because sure. we want to try and get an idea of what's out there. We want to get an idea of right. how much we're looking at spending. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we kind of gauge our. Um, projects based on what we see at the big box stores. Mm-hmm. Problem is, is that when you go to the faucets, 
They may look similar to, say, a faucet you may pick up from a plumber who's getting it at a wholesaler. Right. But the guts of it are all more plastic-based exactly. versus something that you would get through your plumber or your contractor like you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll find plastic drains. Mm-hmm. So the things that you've got to be careful about is that over time, when you've got water hitting those drains with those finishes, the finish starts to peel off right. of it. Sure. And it looks poor, at, you know, after some use. Um, the insides also, with wholesale material, it's all brass fittings on the inside. Mm-hmm. With stuff that you're buying through a big box store or some of these retail chains, you're getting plastic pieces. So when you think about it, when you've got hot and cold water running through it, and those plastic pieces are rubbing against each other, and expanding and contracting, right? And all that, they right. have a tendency when between hot and cold, they start to crack mm-hmm. over time, mm-hmm. and that's where you get your leakage. Right. So when you're spending a lot of money on beautiful kitchen cabinetry, and you go in and install a cheaper faucet, mm-hmm. you're running the risk of having leaks into that cabinetry and then you've got an even bigger problem. Right. And, and I think with. that's one and of the not to mention just the hassle factor. Right. Honestly. Exactly. Who wants to deal with it? And, and I think that's one of the things to mention to consumers in general. The, the things that you're regularly in contact with, the things you're interacting with all the time, merit more of your budget. Right. And when you're thinking about how mm-hmm. I allocate my dollar, right. the stuff that you interact with and use all the time um, is going to be the stuff that will, if not purchased well, will fail prematurely, right? Exactly. And, and there's even like a little another wrinkle, and I know you know about this, Mitzi. We do a bunch of work in mass, um, and uh, plumbing fixtures in mass have to be approved for mass, right? Exactly. So it's not, right? And so we've seen consumers who have decided not to buy a faucet through us, but we're doing their project, they buy a faucet online, right? And oh. nine times out of ten, mm-hmm. that faucet online is coming from China, Right, and nine times out of ten, that online faucet has also not been approved for use in mass. Now, I appreciate the fact that people are listening from other areas in mass, but be cognizant of the fact that um, you know that uh, off-brand manufacturers. There's a reason that faucet is forty-five bucks, even if it looks cool. There's a reason for mm-hmm. it, right? Um, and you may very well fail your final inspection because the plumbing inspector says, "Hey, where's the certification for that?" Mm-hmm. Right, right. I've I've had projects that went on and they didn't buy the faucetry from us mm-hmm. and the inspectors after everything's been tiled and so forth <laughs> went in and said wait a minute you can't use this product it's not ma- you know for Massachusetts not mass code approved and they've had to take everything out and it just was a huge expense to do it so I'm always telling our contractors make sure you educate your homeowner mm-hmm. about certain states may have certain codes that they need to adhere to and that may um, become a challenge if you're allowing your customer to buy stuff online. I'm not saying everything online is bad, nope, no. but certain states do have certain codes that they need to adhere by. Mm-hmm. And I can't, you know, I can't say that everything online has nothing but brass fittings in it. Right. It yeah, might have your plastic pieces. Yeah, my honest, uh, honestly, I, I feel, th- frankly, that states have a state-by-state acceptance code is actually a little silly. Quite honestly, I think mm-hmm. I think it, it, you know if all of the plumbing manufacturers have to have to pass standardized right, expectations like federal, for performance, like a sort of baseline. Yeah. Right. The fact that Mass has their own is actually just another hurdle, another cost, another. And, and who pays for those costs in the mm-hmm. end? The consumers right. are paying for those costs, right. right? Well, they're they're taking Massachusetts particularly takes it. They're, they're paying back off of California code, right? 
and it's a way for the states to generate more income. Right. It's mm-hmm. it, it's yeah. It's, it's another sort of because <laughs> secret basically, tax. people have asked me, what does it take for this company to get mass code approved? Right. And I'm like, well, they just need to spend the money with the state to go through that process. Right. I know. Yeah, which is you know, frankly. I don't think that's right, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's that's the game we have to play, right? And, I agree. And it's better as the for the consumer to be aware of that and and get ahead of it than be surprised and unhappy. Okay, so I'm going to steer the direct Sorry. Of this conversation Sorry. away from the political <laughs> and back to the product because that's what I want to talk about. So um, one other thing that I want to hit on today is there's a bunch of touchless technology that's come out in the last few years, and I just I'm when is that awesome like what tell me a little bit more about that Mitzi so we've seen from manufacturers like Kohler Moen Delta those are you know some of the major major brands um, come up with either just a touch faucet or you put your hand over or under a sensor and the water comes in. And these have been around for a while in commercial bathrooms but it seems like in residential markets it's really a fairly right. new so product. it's it's starting to take bigger effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with what we're dealing with now, we may see an increase in sales mm-hmm. for that type of technology. Um, and it, it only gets better over time. You how know? does that work in a kitchen, though, when you're like, you want a certain temperature? Like, how do you adjust that if it's if it's touchless? Or well, is, it, is it a combination of the two? I have a, a Moen touchless faucet and you do you you know basically it's where you set the handle initially we've really always got it on cold because Mm -hmm. you know if you're just rinsing food off of dishes to stick it in the dishwasher Mm -hmm. it really does you don't need to use heated water right um if you want the hot hot water you have to move the handle open it up to hot and then return it back and then you can use a sensor and it will come out as hot water okay um which is kind of nice. There's times where it's just you don't want to touch the faucet, and I've yeah. got my hands full of flour or, or egg yeah, or like, whatever. Yeah, if you've got, like food on your hands. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so it is kind of nice. The one downside is that um, it if you're on septic and you have uh, uh, not septic, but I mean if you have well water mm. is what I meant to say, well water. If you got if you don't have a filter system in it, mm. that filtration can get into the valves because the valve is a little different with that than it mm-hmm. is a regular mm-hmm. kitchen faucet, and it can start to screw up that valve. So if you've uh. got a sensor faucet, what I tell people is that make sure that you're cleaning those filters mm-hmm. with, from your well water, or have some kind of filtration system. Right, under, but if right. you don't have well water, or you know you're not out in the rural areas, I don't, I'm not hearing anybody having any major problems with municipal water mm-hmm. that's coming in. No, so. but, but having said that, though, I, I'm a big fan of having a whole house water filter no matter what. It doesn't matter what kind of water. If you put a whole house filter on your house, even in municipal water, even when you get town water, sure. you know, every three to six months you change that filter, you'd be surprised how much stuff yeah. that filter is capturing. Yeah. That's, well, even when they're, like, cleaning out, you know, pipes or whatever, there's always silt right. and stuff that comes in. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, a good a good whole house filtration system that you can swap the cartridges out on is a, is a reasonable investment. It's good for, you know, it makes the longevity of your appliances, the longevity of your fixtures, um, and just cleaner water to consume. Right. So one other product that I've seen a lot and I really like the looks of is, are these, um, uh, they look like commercial faucets. You know, they're they're designed for residential, but they're the big arcing with the, with the, um, the coil around the, oh, the professional chef yeah, faucet. Exactly. I yeah. love them. Tell me um, 
Tell me a little bit more about them and, and why they're either a great thing or not a great thing. So we're seeing more manufacturers come up with different designs mm-hmm. with those, um, different sizes mm-hmm. of those, because it used to be the big, be huge. big chef ones with the really big right. high arc and the big spring and everything. Yeah, for our listeners, I just, if I can clarify a little bit, but, you know, like if you went into a prof- like a professional commercial, restaurant commercial kitchen, kitchen, you saw these huge, like, arc um, tops with it with a spray handle in them and yeah and they were just massive but they've they've scaled them down quite a bit for kitchens but they've made them also really attractive looking. right yeah so we're definitely seeing more I guess demand for that and the manufacturers are answering that call by mm-hmm. coming up with more design mm-hmm. um, and different sizes so if people sometimes we have people bring back their faucets because they're just too big mm-hmm. <laughs> and they want to go with something with a smaller profile so, yeah, we're seeing some of that with those spring-loaded mm-hmm. type of things. Um, the manufacturers are doing a better job at being able to disassemble it. So, you know, the one thing we heard was people didn't want to buy them because they didn't want to clean all the coils. So ah. with some of them, um, you can, like Kohler, I think you can disassemble it and stick the coil in the dishwasher. Oh, so that cool. you can clean it that. off and then, you and know, then put it back, and put together, it back yeah. together again. Yeah. So you that's don't have to cool. try and clean that coil. Very good. Yeah, that's really interesting. So we should probably, it's probably, uh, do you have any other, I think, kitchen faucet related questions? Is there something that we haven't hit on that you think we should be relating, about? Relating to kitchen, kitchen faucetry? faucetry? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, for the most part, I think the finishes are still pretty much the same. It's your chrome, your, your brush nickel, your oil rub bronze, mm-hmm. and now black is mm-hmm. becoming a, a bigger one. Um, and by the way, while we're on that subject of finishes, we should talk about the fact that, you know, generally speaking, if I'm not mistaken, all the finishes, the entry level is chrome, and then you normally are seeing a premium price to go to finishes other than chrome, right? Right. So chrome is your base level pricing, and then if you want the brush nickel, that's the next step up in pricing, and then oil rub bronze is up there. I'm not quite sure where black is sitting. I think it's up there with the oil rub bronze. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, but those are primarily the finishes. I have had some people come in looking for that graphite look, right. that yeah. finish. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're going to be seeing some more of that show up as the go. You know, as we go through um, the phases of building, you see it more in your appliances right. than you ever did. So right. plumbing has a tendency to kind of follow, follow. Um, in that footstep. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll see more of that down the road. Cool. All right. Well, thank you. Awesome. So thank you again for helping us out and for uh, for teaching us all things Kitchen Faucet. Um, and uh, we've come to the end of a uh, of another uh, Renovation Made Right. And I am your less than full co-host, <laughs> David Bryan. <laughs> I've trained him. That's right. And I am Brenda Bryan. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com. And follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.